So in its usual knee-jerk reaction, the Liberal government says it's going to move swiftly in making reforms to ensure more Indigenous people are represented on juries. This, of course, follows the acquittal on Friday of a white Saskatchewan farmer who was accused of killing a 22-year-old Cree man, Colton Bushy. And both Justin Trudeau and our finance minister, who quickly politicized this ruling, called the question the jury into question, which happened to be white people. Five potential jurors were Indigenous. They were rejected. Neither the Crown or defense are required to defend that. And so it has raised questions about fairness, bias, or, you know, a lack of understanding of Indigenous traditions. But here's the problem. Jurors are not supposed to understand the issues. Their job is to weigh and judge the evidence before them. So how can you actually make changes that aren't going to be challenged? And are we now going to be forcing juries to have Indigenous representation? Would that be fair? Here's the Justice Minister speaking today about her comments to the media. We as a country have to do more in terms of the criminal justice system, the overrepresentation of Indigenous peoples, Black Canadians, and other marginalized individuals within the system. In terms of the underrepresentation of Indigenous peoples on juries, this is something that I have had conversations about with my colleagues across the way. We'll continue to have these conversations, benefiting from um, former Supreme Court of Canada justices who have weighed in on this issue. Let's bring in Joseph Newberger, a 640 legal expert, uh, who also, I think, has a thing or two to say about this issue. Good to have you, Joe. Hi. Is your, um, head, is your head ready to pop off yet? Actually, I have a cuff on my arm to just measure my blood pressure while I'm talking <laughs> about this, because I have never experienced in the last 25 years of practice comments like this from a justice minister or from a prime minister, and I am so astonished. You're not alone. I mean, uh, there are a lot of lawyers who are, I think, quite flabbergasted at what they're seeing. But I don't think it matters what you you think anymore because we've got politicians politicizing such a uh, a touchy and racially sensitive, and volatile issue that for you to speak out, even to defend, makes you the problem. Do you see what I mean? Like it's it's it's. I'm going to say something which I may regret, but I had such great hopes for this justice minister. Because of her background, I thought diversity, inclusion, and a sensitivity for the criminal justice system would be part of her mandate. And now with these comments, which is a direct indictment of the jury in this case and their verdict, well prior to this case being over, the Crown has a right of appeal on a question of law. They can do that. This is no doubt a case which, in my opinion, would go to an appeal. The comments made by the Prime Minister, but more importantly to me, the Justice Minister, has put in jeopardy the, the, the objectivity of that appeal, has called into question her integrity. And I think we are in a situation now where the Justice Minister has overstepped her boundaries, no longer objective, and should resign from her position. I am shocked and dismayed at the absolute disregard for our justice system in this country, which I have firmly believed is a beacon across this earth. We have a wonderful justice system, a good judiciary, a very good system of jury trials. And in one swell swoop, in this type of case, we have seen such an indictment. I am so shocked and dismayed.
Yeah, I, I understand your your outrage. She's not going anywhere um, because I she think should this, be going. She should right to unemployment. Yeah, but it, it is an issue where um, there will be plenty who only want to see the issue on the surface and don't actually look to the context of the law and go by the books of what we have and how to um, deal with it that way. That they just see the issue on top of what they're hearing in the twenty four seven news cycle. I mean, most people, ninety nine percent of the people, don't even know what this case was about. They don't know that there were Indigenous people called to the jury, that some of them uh, didn't qualify, some of them didn't show up. No one cares about that. They just heard a white guy um, right. versus an Indigenous man who was killed, and that's all they know. Right. And there's absolutely no remarks for those accused people who are black, who are Chinese, who are Indigenous, and are facing juries and trials every day across this country. Those don't matter. This one case matters, and it's shocking. You know, the, the preemptory challenges that are in place for jury selection and the process that we have in this country have been trying to advance, uh, you know, e- equality and fairness for everybody who comes, be from the, be, comes before the courts. And because of this one verdict, I am seeing such an incredible, you know, uh, dismantling of what we hold precious in a democratic society. I am just absolutely shocked and dismayed. Are, are you hearing this from your colleagues? Are you hearing this from judges? Are you hearing, you know, behind colleagues? Them? Yes, I'm hearing it from colleagues. I've been I've been carefully watching the media on this, and it is frightening because none of us have been at that trial. We have not heard the evidence. And what's very important, and what is, you know, we're so blessed in this country. There's appeals, so if a jury got the legal question wrong, there's an appeal. And from the Court of Appeal, you can go to the Supreme Court of Canada. But well before these decisions have been made by the Crown, our Justice Minister and our Prime Minister has weighed in on the topic. And I get the pain of the family of the victim. I get it. But meeting with them, talking about these issues, and being out in the front about this in the public has said that the accused in this case is guilty irrespective of the jury verdict. It has called into question our very democracy, mm-hmm. our very jury system, our very criminal justice system. You do not do this in this type of society. It is absolutely wrong. So what happens now, Joe? Because they're going to be making announcements tomorrow at 3.15, and you know that they'll get a lot of media coverage. Most people will not look beyond the headlines. Uh, what are you expecting? I'm expecting what I've seen in a knee-jerk reaction to cases where, where some public has some sector of the public has not liked the verdict. Mm -hmm. And we see, I have, and again, I'm saying this, in 25 years of practice, I haven't seen this type of knee-jerk reaction. I think conservative governments, who are far more strict on on criminal justice issues, not react this way. We have knee-jerk reactions to the Gomeshi case, and now to this case, where we see precipitous legislation which harms individual rights which affronts democracy and the presumption of innocence. And I'm very worried about it, and I think the public needs to be educated. They need to listen very carefully to what the ministers are saying, what our prime minister is saying. And I get the the desire to advance issues that the indigenous people in this country have faced for so long, but this is not the one to ride. So are the legal, is the legal community going to step out and say something? Is someone going... Who knows? It takes guts to stand out and say things. It takes guts to say that. And look, you know, 
I guess by this government, I'll never be appointed to be a judge. No, you're not I'm going saying. to the bench. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I, but that's why I live yeah. what I do. Yeah. Because I stand up for individual rights and for democracy and for protecting individuals against the awesome state of the, uh, the, the power of the state. And this is what we have here now. We have the whole entire federal government against this one individual because they didn't like what the jury verdict was. And they didn't let the process play out. There's an appeal. Let the, let the process play out. That, oh but it can't. But it can't, Joe, because no, it has no, been tainted. tainted now. Right. You're absolutely right. Now, I think in that province, in Saskatchewan, the Court of Appeal could do this objectively. They can reflect on this objectively and make a decision. But optically, it's so difficult now because there's so much political yeah. play here. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the United States. This is wrong. For so long... We have such a wonderful independent judiciary and criminal justice system where we have not interfered, where the politics and the social milieu which has played out regarding issues have not influenced our criminal justice system. But now we are seeing it play out in an unprecedented way, which causes me grave concern. It is terrible. Maybe I'm alone. No, I I don't think you are. I feel my issue on this. But I don't know what the public is saying about this. I'm so concerned about this. Yeah, and I and I think, and I've got to let you go on that, Joe, but I do want you to come back tomorrow to comment on the changes because I'll get your, your thoughts then. Uh, but I do think, um, Joe, that you're not alone. I just do feel that a lot of people just won't speak out because they're scared of, of what they'll be called. Um, well, I've got, you know, you know. We, we need people to speak out. We need this type of advocacy. Uh, you, know, you know, we act for the people who are persecuted in this country, and they have typically been the minorities. I have acted for Indigenous people. I have advocated for the Gludu principles. I've advocated for fairness. But this is in the opposite direction. We can't regress. We need to be progressive. And this is not progressive. Okay, so thanks for joining me, Joe. I'm going to have you back on tomorrow, and we'll talk about the changes. Okay, I'm going to go have my blood pressure pill now. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> and, and have a, a good scotch. night. A very good strong <laughs> Take care. That's Joe uh, Newberger joining us to talk about this and clearly, um, you know, angry. And I don't think he's alone. Uh, so let's see what the changes are tomorrow. But he is right. Uh, we are living in some bizarre, if not scary times.